Today, I want to open up with a scripture, Jeremiah 15, 20, while you're still standing. It says, And I will make you, to this people, a fortified bronze wall, and they will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you. For I am with you to save you and deliver you, says the Lord. I'm with you to save you and deliver you, says the Lord. Today I want to let, let you know that the enemy is going to try to come after you. But keep doing what you're doing, because when you are doing what God wants you to do, the enemy can't stop you. You will prevail. Lord, I pray that this word would enter into our hearts, that we would leave with a mindset that we, as we walk with you, will win. I pray that in the name of Jesus and by the power of your word. Amen. You may be seated. Who's up keeping up on all of the news that comes our way? I, I try to barely touch it. Um, one of the recent news feeds that I saw was because um, my wife pulled it up. I said, wow, this is amazing. So most of us here have already heard about the conflict in the Middle East with Israel and Hamas and some of the horrible devastation that's happening there. And we're thankful for all of you who have prayed. We've come here and we've prayed for Israel and we've lifted them up and we're anticipating God to move. And one of the most recent news feeds I've seen is God starting to move. You know, even in the midst of the things that have been wrong, God is like, okay, the enemy's taken his turn, now it's mine. So um, I have a quote from an article that says, We have ministered to hundreds of fathers who have lost most, if not all, of their children in the war. As we moved these men to safety, we fed them, we washed their clothes, and we began to read the Bible to them, sharing the way of peace through Jesus. This was uh, what the ministry stated. And then a big miracle happened. Um, last night, so this is a few days old, but last night Jesus appeared to more than 200 of them in their dreams. They have come back to us to learn more from God's word and are asking how to follow Jesus, the report said. So praise God for that. Thank you, Jesus, for showing up and, and revealing yourself to us. These men were, you know, they're distraught. They're seeking. They're like, okay, I, I'm a Muslim. I serve who I think I'm supposed to serve. And God's like, okay, now, I'm, now you're ready for me to step in. And you all, 200 men, are going to have the same dream about Jesus. And there are, they are turning around, and God's pouring out in spirit. And what an open door. The enemy thought he took the ground, but God's like, okay, here I come. Here comes a bunch of souls for eternity. And we know that just one person can do something for God that can change many lives. So what can 200 do? So praise God for that. Thank you, Jesus. If you look up the word prevail, you'll find in the dictionary it says to prove more powerful than opposing forces, to be victorious. I like the word picture of uh, some football players pushing because they're trying to get the other one to move. And if you get moved back, you're not prevailing. But if you're moving forward, you are prevailing. So to be more powerful than an opposing force is to prevail. A lot of people in today's culture these days might think that they're prevailing in life when they attain the wealth 
or the fame or the pleasure that they've been seeking. But the truth is, once you attain those things, you're still left empty. And we really prevail when we sacrifice our own fleshly desires for the sake of the advancement of the kingdom of God. Because that's what will last for eternity. The moths won't eat that in the closet. The rust won't make it fall apart. That's an eternal thing that goes before us. Second Chronicles 14.11 talks about how we will prevail if we are on God's side. It says, And Asa cried out to the Lord his God and, sword, and said, Lord, it is nothing for you to help, whether with many or with those who have no power. Help us, O Lord our God, for we rest on you, and in your name we go against this multitude. O Lord, you are our God, and do not let man prevail against you. So no matter how intimidating the enemy looks, they can't win when we are on God's side. Think of Noah. He prevailed against the flood. Moses prevailed against Pharaoh of Egypt. David prevailed against the giant Goliath. The disciples prevailed against illness. The disciples prevailed against demons. Elijah prevailed against the prophets of Baal. And Jesus prevailed against death, hell, and the grave. So when we link up with him, we will prevail. Elijah, like Moses, was a man of prevailing prayer. His confidence stemmed from his habit of prayer. So one person's prayer to Jehovah, in Elijah's case, was exponentially more powerful than the prayers of 450 highly devoted worshipers of Baal. You read about it, they gave up a few things to worship Baal, but they were no match for one prophet who knew the true God. He basically said in his prayer, let it be known that you are God and I am your servant. And in that moment, the fires of heaven came and swallowed up all the water and the sacrifice just in a moment when the worshipers of Baal had tried to do it all day. So we will prevail, but we can't do it on our own. Noah, Moses, David, the disciples, Elijah, and yes, the flesh of Jesus could not prevail without submitting thoughts, words, and actions to the will of God. We can't prevail on our own. In, in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, it talks about this. It says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who falls alone, for he has no one to help him. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, when you're not prevailing, two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. So we can't prevail alone. We need God and we need each other. And we need to stay accountable. So we need to find someone to spiritually grow with. And then, together, in Jesus' name, addictions break. Courage is taken Motives are revealed, disciplines are developed, and we start to advance the kingdom of God and we prevail. Matthew 16, 18 says, Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. 
Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock will I build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. What was this rock that he's building his church on? It was the revelation of who Jesus was that was given to Peter. So we will prevail when we set as our foundation the revelation of who God is. When you really believe who he says he is and you partner with him, you will prevail. You can't lose. You will, you will definitely prevail. So um, one experience I have in my own life so only a few years ago in 2020, God called me to a fast. I had been um, on a fast, just eating fruits and vegetables at that time. And I came home from work, and the preacher was preaching about um, Queen Esther and how she called a three-day fast. And he was describing that fast, and the thoughts that I knew weren't mine just popped into my head and said, do that. And before that, I was kind of seeking the Lord, like, is this the fast I should be doing? Just what fast should I be doing? And it was like, do that. I was like, okay. So I jumped in with what God called me to, and he carried me through that fast. So I had no fuel in my body, and I had been uh, not sleeping a whole lot. But God, I felt like I was stronger and more alert than ever before. So I knew it was God doing this thing. He called me to it. He'll carry you through it. So God was advancing me to the next level. And at that, after that time, I was like, God, why did you speak to me? Because it wasn't something I had been used to hearing. And I can't say he, he gave me a direct answer to that prayer, but I realized it wasn't anything that I had done to cause him to finally speak. I mean, I think he finally spoke loud enough for me to hear. So it was by his grace. I'm convinced it was his grace giving me a chance to grow. And since I took that step of faith when he did, you know, yell, do that, I got to prevail over some things in my life. And as I took those steps of faith and as he showed me some new things, he revealed things in my heart that I needed to surrender to him. And because of that, I prevailed over those things. You know, the sin that creeps in, it'll take over us. But with God, when we walk with him, we'll prevail against it. And we can go further than we ever could without his help. So thank you, Jesus, for experiencing, experiencing radical new changes because of that. To prevail, we must be connected to Jesus. In Acts 19.16, it says, Then the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, and overpowered them, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. This is a picture of the enemy prevailing. There were some men who were impressed with the disciples casting out demons, so they're like, oh, I, I want to do that. So they tried. They tried to do that, but they weren't connected to Jesus. So when we're not connected to Jesus, it's not going to work out right. The evil spirit prevailed when there were people attempting to invoke authority in the name of Jesus, but without his spirit. So fear fell on all the people when they saw these demons prevail. 
And ultimately, God still got glory because the name of Jesus was magnified after this. So, number one, don't try to overcome the enemy without being connected to Jesus. Don't try it on your own. And second, don't try to overcome, overcome the enemy without the word of God in your life. You need that word to keep you stable, to keep you aligned, to do his will. A few verses later, it says, So the word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed. So at this time, there were books of magic that were burned. You know, those books are trying to access the spiritual, but not in the right path. They're trying to jump over the gate, not jump over the fence, not entering through the one true gate of Jesus. So these books of magic were burned, and the word of God grew mightily and prevailed. You remember what it says in Matthew 24, 35? Jesus says, my word will never pass away. His word will prevail. So it's either you get in alignment with that word and prevail, or if you're not in alignment, it will be prevailed on you. You, you won't succeed. So to prevail, we must have determination and resolve, a made-up mind to follow God's word. But I believe you can. You can prevail at school when your classes are tough, when your classmates are picking on you, you can prevail when you're trying to cha uh, train these young children that want to find the limits and, and push you and demand their own way. You can prevail and teach them with firmness and love. When your flesh rises up against your spirit, you can prevail. You choose who wins. When your desire is strong, but your conscience says it isn't right, you can prevail. When you're at work and you need to make some good choices, you can prevail. Come to the Lord with it. He is involved in your workplace too. When praying for prodigals to repent, you can prevail. Keep with it. Those prayers are building up, and God isn't just dumping them in the trash. They're building up until he's like, okay, now's the time. Boom, there goes all those prayers. You will prevail. Keep praying for those who need to come back. In your finances, as you trust him, Give cheerfully and learn stewardship. You will prevail. In your health, as you look to him and thank him and make good lifestyle choices, you will prevail. And in reaching the lost around you, as we look to those and are sensitive by the guidance of the Holy Spirit, you will prevail. Speak the will of God in faith, and it will happen. Jesus was led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit to be tempted. You remember that? Why? Why was he led into the wilderness? Well, it was because it was time to prevail in the spirit. He was hungry. He was tempted. He was at the most vulnerable point, vulnerable point a person could be at. And that is when he prevailed. So sometimes when the battle is the heaviest, the breakthrough, the greatest breakthrough is right around the corner. So stick with it. Stick with it. Remember, all the trials that we face, they don't last forever. You'll make it through. Just hold on. Push through. You will prevail. So when Jesus, he was hungry, he was tempted. Satan came with all of his bag of tricks. But Jesus was determined. He used the word of God. And he stayed the course and he prevailed for our sake. In 1 Kings 20, 28, it says... Then a man of God came and spoke to the king of Israel. 
and said, Thus says the Lord, because the Syrians have said, The Lord is the God of the hills, but he's not the God of the valleys. Therefore, I will deliver all this great multitude into your hand, and, sh and you shall know that I am the Lord. So when the enemy starts to intimidate you and says, you know, what God said, he might not really mean. He might just meant it for that time, but he's not going to pull through for you. As soon as the enemy starts talking smack about your God, that's when you know God's going to show up pretty strongly. He's going to deliver you. He's going to pull through for you for his own name's sake because he is a God who prevails. So don't take the easy way out. Another scripture in 1 Kings 20, verse 42 says, Then he said to him, Thus says the Lord, and he's talking to King Ahab at this time, Because you have let slip out of your hand a man whom I appointed to utter destruction, therefore your life shall go for his life and your people for his people. So God said, Destroy. But Ahab said, I'll just make peace. It's easier. Don't settle for less than what God has spoken. You need to get up and you need to fight. Because with God, you will prevail. You will prevail. Here's five tools to prevail. Speak faith in alignment with God's word. Guard your thoughts, which means clinging to God's promises. Three, pray Call on the name above every name. Four, fast. This shows that the spirit, this shows the spirit world that you mean business. And five, have unity. Align with those who are ready in God's will. So speak faith. Guard your thoughts. Pray fast and be united with the people of God. So if you want to prevail, here's the secret formula. Connect with God. How do we do that? You know, God put this pattern in the Old Testament, in the tabernacle, of how to connect with God. Every morning, the priest would get ready to enter the tabernacle. They would come through the gate to the bronze altar and kill a live animal as a sacrifice. Then they would wash at the brazen laver. They would enter the holy place and take the showbread. They would light the candlestick. They would burn the incense. And then they would go minister in the Holy of Holies on, on specific times. Once per year, the high priest would experience that fellowship and glory of God in the Holiest of Holies. You know, the candlestick, the bread, the incense, these were continually brought before the Lord. So this is the pattern we have. The sacrifice is repentance. We come before the Lord and we turn from our ways. We put to death the old self, the old ways, the fleshly man. There's a cleansing. There's a water baptism where we go into a watery grave and we say, okay, the old man is gone and I am come back as a new creature in Christ. Then there's the daily bread, partaking in the word of God. Every day it was fresh bread. And then a daily light. The light was always lit in the tabernacle. It's walking in the revelation that God gives us. Always seeking, okay, God, what, what do you want me to see today? And there was a daily lighting of the incense, which is a prayer before God, coming before him and saying, okay, God, what can I hear from you today? This is what I'm going through. I give you my life. And then after 
coming through all these steps to connect with God, there's that deep fellowship with God, with his Holy Spirit dwelling in us and guiding us. And this is when we really prevail as conquerors. Every step we take, we prevail more and more and more because we get more and more connected with Jesus and he can do more through us. So God has already given you the victory. Jesus has already paid the price. The victory is already there. The battle's already won. We just need to follow his lead and put what he says to do to use. And when you're with him, you're next to the victorious king. You are prevailing in the battle and you will win. If you remember anything from today, Someone just woke up. If you remember anything from today, when we connect daily with God and rely on him, we will prevail. Connect with God. All right, I need a couple volunteers. Does anyone want to come up here and help me with a little demonstration? Anybody, anybody? Come on up. All right, come on up. Got a few rubber bands here that are going to represent as a demonstration. So I want to see uh, who can shoot the furthest. Who's going to win here? Who's going to win here? I'll give you a couple. All right, we'll see, uh, see how far you can get it. How far can you shoot the rubber band? All right, how far did we go? All right, all right. I think, what is that, the fifth pew down? They're pretty good. Almost to the back row. Yeah, just about the back row. Nice. All right, let me give it a try. Try this out. Oops. That one died. They've been sitting in my basement. Where did that one go? I think I hit my dad. No? Did I get close? <laughs> Let me try one more. Hey, I got him. Pretty good, huh? All right, you're probably thinking of uh, five words here. What are they? How did you do that? <laughs> well, let me demonstrate with uh, the rubber band. So the rubber band has two sides. One represents the flesh. One represents the spirit. And when you guys were shooting it, you just pulled them back with the same tension on both, right? So when it's going through the air, it's kind of like has some inner turmoil and turbulence, and the flesh is fighting against the spirit and because it's doing that, it can't quite get the distance it wants to. But if you take and put some tension on one side more than the other, one's got a higher pitch than the other one. And if you do that, that one wasn't perfect. But if you get one side a lot tighter than the other one, it excels you further. So thank you for coming up here and demonstrating. So when we put that flesh into subjection and when we elevate the spirit and we make it strong, we'll win. Sometimes we just want to get rid of the flesh altogether, but you saw what happened when, 
when that happened, you die. So you can't just get rid of your flesh. But what you do need to do is tighten up the spirit. You need to feed it more than the flesh. You need to keep that flesh down and bring that spirit up, and you will prevail. Just like you saw, you can get it a good distance further, and you can accelerate greater. Sometimes that worst enemy is ourself. Galatians 5, 17 through 18 says, For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these two are contrary to one another, just like we saw on the rubber band. So that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. And I think being led by the Spirit is not with your hands by your side saying, I don't want to do that. You kind of have to say, okay, I'm going to risk and I'm going to move the way the Spirit wants me to. You have to put that arm out and it's going to be risky, but you're going to go much further than you would have gone on your own with the flesh holding you back. So when we are living according to the Word of God, when our spirit is strong, we are going to prevail because we serve a God who heals bodies. He provides for the needs of his children. He reveals the secrets of the enemy. He opens prison doors. How do you fight somebody when you put them in prison and God opens up the door? He reveals the hearts of men. He confuses the enemy. How can you win against an enemy who thinks you're over there when you're over here? He's done that. Just read the Old Testament. People woke up and saw a sea of water and thought, oh, my enemy was destroyed. Let's go and plunder. And then when they get over there, God's like, okay, go get him. And he wins. So we serve a God who is omnipresent. He is everywhere. There's no place for the enemy to hide. He is omnipotent, omnipotent. He has all power. So the enemy's strength can't match his. He is omniscient. He knows all. There are secrets that are not revealed to the enemy. They can't predict everything God's going to do. He hears our cries, and he helps us. And also, the Lord can just plain old deceive the enemy. The Bible says, if they would have known, they would not have killed Jesus. If they would have known. So, when we're connected to God, there's no way we can lose. No way. So, as we prevail, we must be in alignment so I'm not preaching that you should prevail in your attempts to meet your own goals. No, I'm preaching that you should make God's goals your goals. And, and uh, don't pray, God, please come and bless my agenda today and come work as I follow my plan right here. No, instead pray, God, God please let me know your agenda today and I'll join you in the places that you want to move. So remember, we don't win on our own it's only through Christ. As we sang this morning, it's by his blood that we prevail. His blood was poured out on Calvary. He took stripes on his back for our healing. He took beatings. His, he was pierced. He was bruised. He was injured. That blood was flowing from Calvary, and it was the blood that covers us. It was the Lamb's pure blood that has the power to overcome in Revelation 12, 11, it says, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, 
and they did not love their lives to the death. When we come and say, I'm a, I have a testimony. God took my sin. He, he set me on the right path. He showed me how to gain eternal life. And he paid the price that I could not pay. I wasn't a perfect lamb. Even my life, if it was given, could not pay the price. But he is the one who is the one who, he is the one who prevails. He is the winner. He is victorious. He's the mighty king. He is the one who we follow and gain victory. Thank you, Jesus. So, in conclusion, as the musicians can come, we realize that we don't buy physical weapons to prevail. I don't go out and get a slingshot, bow and arrow, gun, hand grenade. That's not how we're going to win in this life. Those things may cause some physical damage, but we are not just physical. We're spiritual and physical. We have faced many spiritual battles, battles, and we need to be submitted to the Spirit of God to win them. Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. So if you're sick of darkness in your life, Invite the Holy Spirit in. If you're sick of your family members living for the next high, start praying and fasting for God to wake them up. If you're sick of falling to the same temptations yourself, start confessing those things and turning from your sins. If you're sick of demons, start inviting the Holy Spirit. They won't stick around too long. If you're sick of depression and anxiety, start speaking and thinking about God's love and his purpose for you. Victory comes when you start thinking the opposite of the enemy. He wants to pull you down. Start thinking the way God thinks. He wants to prosper you. Joshua 1.8. Maybe we can all stand as we read this last scripture talks about what true prosperity and success is, what it means to prevail. Joshua 1.8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. So this is the real prosperity doctrine. Knowing and doing what God's word says will bring eternal prosperity. So prosperity in this life, it's going to fade. It may not even pass on to the next generation. Who knows what they will do with it. But knowing and doing what God's word says will bring the eternal prosperity and success that God wants. So matter, no matter what comes your way, partner with God Almighty and you will prevail. You will prevail. I welcome you all to come to the front. This is when we put the word into action. When we take what we've, what we've just, just digested from the word of God and we start to think about it, start to apply it to our lives. This is a great place to come and seek God. So if you're ready to defeat what God has, if you're ready to defeat what has been pulling you down and ready for what God has for you, come and just surrender it to him. Connect with him and you will prevail.
Lord, we put down our flesh. We put down our ways of living. We're tired of the things that have kept us down. And Lord, we thank you for the wall that you put up that the enemy cannot get through. It's a wall made of your blood. And we thank you for that, Jesus. We will prevail with you. We thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name.